Yay. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. This is so good. That's so good. Me too. Okay. So um, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Stacey Tiro, and this is Changed for the Better, the Power of Arts in Education. <laughs> I'm Stacey Tiro, a high school performing arts teacher for over 25 years. I've taught a lot of amazing people. Now that so many of my students are adults, they'll teach me how, through the lessons in my classroom, they have been changed for the better. So I am excited. This is episode two. Um, and I am sitting here with another one of my all-time faves. This woman is a, a extraordinary dancer, um, and she, yeah, no, seriously. I mean, you you gotta, you have to admit, you're you're you were one of the best that crossed through my. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> oh no, like a hundred percent, hundred percent. I am very excited for this conversation, and and she's gracing us with her her love and her joy. So I guess we'll just kind of get right to the first question that I have, which is, it's easy. And it's simply, what is your name, the year that you graduated and what do you do now with your time? Okay, well, my name is Emily Dowd and um, I graduated uh, in 2015 which feels like forever ago. Yeah. And <laughs> currently I am a little mix of everything. So self-employed, also have, um, I'm into like, crypto investing, as well as looking into maybe like other things. Like I love to cook, I love to bake. So I'm looking to see like what I can do with that. So basically I'm trying to like, you know, find something else, you know, find little things here and there. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you and Elijah, your husband, Yes. Yes. My husband. That's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, so Emily and Elijah were, were dating towards the end of high school and, um, and they made it, they made it through college and, and they got married, ah, which I'm like so excited about. Um, but, but you and, and Elijah kind of had a, a business there, uh, right after college. Um, you want to talk about that for half a second? Yes. So literally right after college elijah and i created um the green street company which was a juice and smoothie bar um it was literally like the month after we graduated we just <laughs> we started um it was up in binghamton new york in a vegan cafe and you know we got started it opened in um october and uh we just started from there just like pew and it was one of the best experiences ever to be able to create something like from scratch like the menu the the cost like just everything was fantastic but then unfortunately COVID hit so put a little a big actually damper on well yeah all. and and I gotta say so you all brought it back home to Rockland when, when she came <laughs> back you know where everybody's locked down and um but it, and Elijah and I had been talking a lot about this this company for a while and I was so excited I was like oh my god smoothies and then y'all started doing it in, in Rockland, like from home and then doing mm -hmm. home deliveries. So of course I, I had my home deliveries and I stuck them in the mm -hmm. freezer. I took them out every once in a while. They were good. They were really good. 
I was, and I was hoping that at some point you'd say like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna reopen up Green Street and make it happen again. So I'm definitely, I'm crossing my finger for that we're one. Conversations yeah. about that. So we'll see, hopefully. Good, good, good. I'm excited. I'll be first online. <laughs> okay, so the way this works is um, I have a, a list of 10 questions and you've already answered the first one. Yay. So, um, the, and the questions uh, are about um, you as an adolescent and the things that some of the things that you learned in, in high school, in my classroom, and then how has any of that translated and, and brought with you to your now adult self? And um, so we'll, we'll kind of, that'll unfold as the questions are, are answered by you. <laughs> so, Let's go with question number two. So using your adult brain, your, <laughs> I am now an adult, Emily. I'm an adult, that's, <laughs> am I? No, yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are in the world of adulting. So using your adult brain, describe your adolescent self, your, your teenage self. Right. I would uh, using my adult brain. Yeah, I would definitely say as a teenager, I <laughs> I was a little not necessarily self-absorbed, but everything was so personal. Like I would take everything so personally, or like everything was about me. So like, like if something happened, I would just be like, oh. This is the end of the world. My shoelaces untied, like something like dramatic like that. And it wasn't, that wasn't it. Like, <laughs> so, um, and I also see that now actually in like today's teenagers, that's what helped me uh, realize it. Like with my younger cousins, I see how like, it's all about them. So they come to talk to me and they're like, so yeah, this happened, this, 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 and this. And I'm like, I'm fine too. You know, I'm doing well, but that was me as a teenager. So yeah. everything was just, about like me you know like I of course I've thought of people but like everything <laughs> like centered like what was happening to me in my own yeah you know and I I feel like I didn't take um as much thought to like how other people felt for example like my mom I wouldn't if she was struggling with something I wouldn't notice it perhaps for because I was just involved with my own thing like mm -hmm. oh I have troubles this is number one like I just need to focus on myself instead of like hey look my mom or my friend is you know she's going through something mm -hmm. so for sure I definitely would say that <laughs> was teenage yeah. and, and and you know it, you you say that and it's that is like precisely the the adolescent mode right I mean I've been mm -hmm. teaching adolescents for over 25 years and and that is that's where their brain is like that's where the <laughs> average teenager's brain is is all it's on the self you know it's like this sort of i call it narcissistic not in a in a like a negative way but like <laughs> that's just that's just like where they're programmed that's just where they're wired at that at that time so i wanted to like i want to know how you guys are look back on yourself and like what are what are those the characteristics that you perceive um that that you had and, or how, you know, how, how did you interact with the world? 
Um, so it's really kind of interesting that you bring that out because you're, you're, you know, you're not wrong. All teenagers, all adolescents are like that. Any other ways that you might have, you might describe yourself um, that was things that were important to you, things that you took oh, heart? Yes. Um, I was extremely shy and quiet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still a little shy now, but I was like mute. Like I wouldn't speak, I wouldn't share how I felt or just really anything about myself. I think for some reason I felt like if I shared parts of myself that people would judge or they would feel, so they would maybe use it against me in a way, but I definitely was very, <laughs> very shy. I remember that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't speak no, sometimes. You it didn't. would make me nervous too. Yeah. Well, you didn't. And, and so, you know, as a teacher, I was like, oh, Emily, tell me something, like, talk to me. <laughs> but, but where, but where your, your heart came out was on the dance floor. Like that, that would, that, that's where Emily's, like all of Emily's personality just like exploded because you didn't have to say anything. You, you just, it, you just moved it and it was there. And I, God, it just, if I, if I look back at videos, like sometimes videos come up on my phone, like from um, the, the Mambo scene and all that. And mm -hmm. from what's my story. And I'm like, like my eyes just like <laughs> go right to you. Like every time, every time. What was something that happened in the studio, in our, in my dance studio that helped you to manage or to like regulate your adolescent self? Hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like overall just having a space where I could dance because like that was my expression that's how I would express myself because I wouldn't want to talk <laughs> so just having a space where I can express myself in that way and not feel like judged per se and having making friends there and people who feel like similarly and also use whether it's like theater singing dancing to express themselves just really helped me feel comfortable and just <laughs> it gave me a space where I could just like breathe sometimes because being in school whether it was like actual um school work or socializing like the social life of high school was a lot like that's a lot and keeping up with like like dumb things back then you know like uh trends and like you know trying to be whatever hip Social politics and you know poly yes all yeah. of that mm. it was a lot so actually having a space where it felt like like time froze and you didn't have to think about homework per se or or your friends or like a crush you had or whatever whatever it was just a place you know so i think just the overall togetherness was really really helpful for me yeah. it just helped me you know, yeah. just clear my mind. I could breathe. I was anxious. Mm. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and I, and I love that. I mean, I, I feel that way too, when I'm in there too, like, and it's, 
it's the space and it's the culture, it's all of these things. Um, but even when I'm having just trouble coping, I walk in the door and I sit down or I start teaching a class and it's like nothing else matters. You know, nothing we can, like everything else kind of goes away for 30 minutes, uh, an hour, two hours, whatever the length of time it is that we're working on, whatever we're working on. And, and it just, it blocks everything else out and it gives you the time to, to exhale and to reset um, and, and then, and to kind of come back into yourself in a, in a sort of de-escalated space. And then you walk out and you deal with the rest of your life. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I feel the same way, you know, about the space and, and, you know, I'm, and I'm the teacher, but it's like, mm-hmm. but I still, I also get that, that feeling um, of, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Walk and you see the floors, the mirror, you're just like, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm away from home. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So question four. Um, what are some of the lessons that you learned in that studio? And you've been in a lot of dance studios in your life, but, but I think particularly there, um, that you think about, or that you use today. Oh, okay. So, okay. In that space studio, I felt like it was okay to <laughs> in my okay let's back up in my old studios you would have to almost like be the best or like dance the best and do this the best to get the part or to you know to be up front and shine and stuff. but I felt like in your studio you don't necessarily have to be the best dancer but you can be a part of it as well and you can have fun and you could still enjoy yourself just as, just as much as like maybe the person who sings the best or can dance the best, but you're still there. You will still have some spotlight. You don't have to necessarily be the best to be in it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not a singer. <laughs> I can't sing. But I, it was, I felt okay to sing and to act. Oh, I was so so nervous and so anxious and when um I, you cast me in uh bad auditions by bad actors I finally felt like I had a chance I was like okay yay I can now show what I got because I was so anxious every other time mm-hmm. and it, I thank you for giving me a chance to just you know show what I got you know I might have been like the best actor there but I got the chance and it was you know like I could be there. <laughs> That's one of the, um, it, it's like both the most the amazing and the most frustrating parts of my, of my job, because I like everybody walks in and, you know, you're kind of like a, a blank slate to me. Mm-hmm. And, and like people start showing like little sparks of something, you know, whatever it is, little, little talents, little, little um, skills, things that they are, that they're connected with. And, and I'm like, you know, you're, you're so much more <laughs> than this like thing that you, that you think you are, you can do so much more. And, and the frustrating part is that, you know, the kids being in their head all the time and all the, you know, the crazy adolescent stuff, um, th- they don't understand, they don't believe it. 
I have to, I have to literally like, like beat it into their heads, mm-hmm. to like open, like crack it open and try something different. So when yeah. they do, it's like, yeah, <laughs> you, you figured it out. Yay. <laughs> yes, it exactly. It made me go, I felt okay to try new things too, and not just stick to dancing. That was my comfort zone, you know, like I knew I was okay but at it, <laughs> but it allowed me to step outside my comfort zone a little bit. That's, and do you think that that like that that you like you, you're taking that with you you know now in terms of the things that you're choosing to try to do heck yeah I feel like I'm not as afraid to go out for things that might have made me a little nervous because audition the auditioning process to me is nerve-wracking you know you're just <laughs> throwing it out there so yeah <laughs> so yes. after yeah, after high school, it definitely helped me just go out for something like auditions or um, something that might have made me nervous to do. You know, like before. opening a business. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. I might have been like, oh, never mind. Let's go back to my safe zone and let's do something that's not so scary. You know, it definitely helped me, you know, push my <laughs> boundaries a little bit because I was an anxious mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do do you still, um, do you still not define yourself, but like connect with being an anxious person? Is that, is yeah, that part of who you are? I guess so. Mm-hmm. Like I never really realized that until I think the end of high school when I was like, wow, you're just anxious, nervous. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think so. I can be. Well, yeah, sure. I'm, I think we're probably going to talk more about that too but let me let me move on to question what i think is five. Oh, and you know what i think this ties right into that so it's um how how have you changed since you graduated from high school how has oh. changed hmm. Hmm. <laughs> i would say a couple of things i i feel like now i acknowledge my anxiety <laughs> and I actually try to push forward sometimes I would be like I don't want to do that like and stop like okay I'm too I'm, not that I don't want to do it I want to do that but I'm too scared to do that so I wouldn't go for it and I would just be like okay never mind and then end up regretting it I wanted to do it or I wouldn't do it full out I would say um now I will still get nervous of course but then I would talk to myself and be like okay but how are you going to feel after if you don't do this, if you don't do this, you're going to regret it and be upset with yourself. Um, so I definitely push myself a little more. And another thing I would say changed, what changed after high school is I started, I started thinking outside of what I knew. So like I grew up learning a certain way, I guess, or knowing certain things from my family, you know, family and going to certain friends. But like, as I went to college, I met completely different people from different walks of life, which changed a lot of the way of what I assumed, I guess, about the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, <laughs> I think I was uh, just a little gullible. So like, if someone in my family would tell me something, I would be like, okay, that's the way it is. But it, no, <laughs> half the time, no. If my, like someone in my family would say, oh, the sky is purple, 
I wouldn't even look up. I'm like, yeah, the skyscraper. But now I'd be like, well, no, I see it as. <laughs> yeah. A, a little <laughs> bit more of a critical thinker in our yes. midst. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay, so now you're in your adult brain and your adult body. Um, so what would your adult self tell your high school self now to help ease the way to help like mm. what would you tell yourself then to honestly to stop stressing about the little things that you're not even going to remember about now like <laughs> there's I don't remember a good chunk of high school but I remember how I felt mm-hmm. and I was really stressed I was extremely anxious about things that I don't even remember why I was anxious about now, but I remember how I felt. So like, if I think back to high school, I sometimes get like, oh, well, that didn't feel good. <laughs> that didn't feel good. Right. Um, so I would definitely tell myself to just, like, this is just a four year period of your whole entire life. Like, it's not that serious. Like you're dramatic. I'm laughing because I, I just had the conversation with Manny and I asked him the same question and, and he basically said, it's not all that. <laughs> so like, I feel like that's going to be a running theme yeah. for that, for this question is like, it's just like, relax yourself, like calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Relax, like calm down, relax yourself. This isn't your whole life. Like when I was a teenager and I feel like many teenagers are like this, everything is like, it's like your whole life. Oh my goodness. If I don't, I don't know, get this homework in the colleges are going to see this and not accept me. Like it was very like (laughs) in the moment, like you have to do this. And yeah, I would just say, calm down. It isn't all that you think. You're going to be okay. (laughs) Yes. You're going to be okay. And I felt like I had to figure everything out already in high school, like what I wanted to do. Um, when I get to college or like as a profession and I was like I don't know you know like it was a lot I think you know you're more comfortable now with not knowing mm-hmm. and not being in control of everything mm-hmm. you know the anxiety I think that comes from from feeling so out of control and not knowing what to do with yourself about it and so that just makes all that stress and I think you know as we get older we're we're like I'll know eventually, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll figure it out. Yeah. And if not that, well, maybe it'll be this. Right. Yeah. Why not? You know, dabble in a couple of things, figure it out. You don't need to, the first thing that you do doesn't need to be, you know, everything. That's right. So it's, it's all experience. It's all your, your body of experience. Let's go to number six. Oh, no. Number seven. Oh, my God. Number seven. Wow. We're like blowing through this. So okay. What is something that you are grappling with? now something that like you're uh. <laughs> um <laughs> couple of things uh is like a um i guess a physical thing it's like student loans <laughs> like oh goodness i went to college get a job now pay off all that money you just paid in college <laughs> it's like okay and i knew that going in but now i feel it if that makes sense, I feel it, um, <laughs> for sure. Another thing is, we just said it, like what, what I want to do in life, 
I always thought that you had to like pick a job, like I'm going to be a doctor and just be a doctor, you know, Mm. but I like a lot of different things. Like I want to open up a bakery one day because I love to bake and I love to make uh, desserts. Um, I need to continue dancing. I haven't danced in like three years. So I I want (laughs) to Woman, you are depriving us. Yeah, my body's feeling it too. Yeah. yeah it doesn't get easier i'll tell you that 24 and i feel my back <laughs> it's like you can't bend the same anymore yeah yeah you have to make adjustments you have to mm-hmm. mitigate that yeah. okay so for sure like just i can do multiple things you know it doesn't just have to be the one profession like i want to fake dance interior design i don't know like you know i can dabble in a whole bunch of other things mm-hmm. um one other thing i think i am still working on is my anxiety like i i feel like it's a little more in my personal life my anxiety because for some reason like when i work it disappears maybe i turn into a whole new i don't know a whole new person but like once i cross that like work um barrier like i'm going from my car to work something like that then it's like okay this is my work mode I have no idea it's like a well, personality. <laughs> well wait no we were just kind of talking about this you know when you walked into the studio right and all of that stuff went away you had you had a you had a common goal you had some things things to work on things to distract you right distraction is like the best antidote at least temporarily for anxiety <laughs> So it, so it makes sense if you, if you like what you're doing, even, even a little bit, um, then you can put all that other stuff away and kind of be in that moment. But then, you know, you get home and it's like, yes, it all comes back. Like everything that's happening in your life and it's like, oh, okay. I have to deal with this now and this, and also part, I feel like when it comes to work, I feel like there are other people relying on me. So I have to, like, I can't be anxious or I can't not do my best and then and therefore I'm sorry and then some (laughs) like I I'm trying to get out of this but I used to be like a really bad people pleaser (laughs) but like I you know I just had to make sure they liked me or that they see that I'm getting doing a good job or I'm doing enough for them for other people I feel like especially at work so I'm like okay (laughs) I'll do this and I'll do this too until like I'm driven a little crazy but (laughs) definitely working on that boundaries yes yes boundaries sometimes we gotta go we gotta stop no yeah step back Mm -hmm. well those are definitely those are big things but but it sounds like you're you have a, I, I want to say realistic, like, I feel like you kind of have a healthy um, look on how, how you're managing those things, and, you know, the financial stuff. Well, <laughs> yeah. and, and it all mixes together, which also helps the anxiety, you know, yeah. but okay. Let's go to question number eight. So I want you to tell me one thing that you miss about your high school self 
And one thing that has gotten better about your adult self, and I know we talked about anxiety and maybe that's what it is, but see, see what comes out. Okay. Said one thing that I miss about my high school self and one thing that got better. What do I miss about my high school self? Well, my that I could, if they're talking specifically physical, that I could split and jump and bend better. Yeah, that's one thing I miss about my high school self. But I was way more flexible. Um, but also, um, I feel like I was almost oblivious to, I don't know if it's oblivious slash like innocence or ignorance just to like everything else that was happening around me, maybe like the outside world or familial issues. But it was because I guess it was so me, 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 me. I wasn't so, I didn't know what was happening, I guess, around me. and now it's like oh i wish i didn't know this or like because i can be very empathetic but sometimes i may feel someone else's pain and i don't want to do that <laughs> i don't want to feel that like you know as bad as you do or, or anything so it, is the adolescent narcissism sort of like the boundary for that yeah like it almost protects you in a way from the outside <laughs> you know world or things that may happen on the news i didn't watch the news when I was a teenager. So I didn't see what was going on in the world or pay much attention to that because I just didn't want to. Yeah. Now I'm, <laughs> it's hard not to see, you know? No, it's true. And, 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 and being a teacher, you know, being an empathetic teacher, um, you, you wind up absorbing a lot of the stuff that you're that happened to your kids and their their moods and their experiences and then they you know they sort of like I don't know, they kind of dump you know their stuff onto mm -hmm. you whether it's you know venting or lashing out or you know whatever their sort of emotional outlets are um and and you know as an adult you 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 want to absorb it so that you can help them but mm -hmm. sometimes it's just like and now yeah go away yeah <laughs> i need to let this go yeah yeah, yeah. i i hear you i hear that and then and so so what is well maybe you did answer it one thing that has gotten better i would say maybe confidence i would say i would i feel a lot more confident hmm in the unknown also, cause I, I could still be like a little, like I need to know every detail today. Like, like <laughs> if I'm going on like a job interview, what are all the questions they're gonna ask me? Mm -hmm. Like I would look up when I was a teenager, just look up every single question, just study it. Okay, they could be asking this, 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 to ease my anxiety, I should say. But now I would look up a couple, but then I'd be like, you know, let it, let me just take it. Whatever question they ask, I'll, I can answer it. I'll be able to answer it. Like having the confidence in myself to like, you know, <laughs> be okay with not knowing everything. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and that happens, you know, that happens with, with age. Uh, you, 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 you go around the block a couple of times and then you're like, 
oh yeah I'll be all right and like yeah I'll be all right it's not the end of the world <laughs> like it's not all that <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> right yeah yeah I, I remember when I was younger and and choreographing and doing all that I would like write everything down and stick figures and counts and 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 I did that for West Side Story too because West Side Story was like a freaking bear but more times than not now I'd say maybe in the last 10 10 15 years um not as much gets written down ahead of time. Mm. <laughs> and, and I, I don't think it's about you know not being prepared you know we're talking about like needing needing to know all the parameters you know that are involved but that there's a space for being creative on the spot like being like feeling the thing and being able to make it happen whether it's a job interview or you know preparing for something whatever it is so that's yes that comes yeah that comes with age and time and mm -hmm. um, number nine this is a big one <laughs> so if you could give a piece of sage advice to high school students now not just yourself but like high school students in general what would it be mm. Mm. I would, oh, okay. I would say, honestly, you won't remember half the things that that, <laughs> that are happening actually to you right now. You won't remember. It's not that serious in that, like in the future, it's not, some of the things will not affect you as you think they will in the future. <laughs> it isn't that serious, for sure. <laughs> don't honestly it's it's it feels like it's the world right then and there but it's not it, it, you will move on you will be okay and also just don't be afraid to dabble into something new or try something that you never thought of trying before you know like if you're a dancer why don't you go and play an instrument or something or if it is something that you want to try but you're afraid just go try it you don't want to regret it you don't want to be like oh dang when i was younger i should have tried this or i should have done that just do it go just don't think about oh what if it doesn't work out or anything just go <laughs> it does not hurt to try it out open and go do it yeah just go yeah. and also for like when it comes to going into college it's okay not to know what you're gonna major in at first like I had no idea. I actually went in undecided, um, which allowed me to, you know, dabble in a couple of things here and there. Mm -hmm. So just don't stress yourself out about that. And, you know, this is live your life. You're only young once, I guess. <laughs> you know? But that's good. Like I was kind of, I was, I was kind of hoping you were going to say something like that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah, like, you know, you have responsibility and you have things that you need to do and you have to be prepared and organized and do your homework and all that. But like, like, enjoy it. You know, let loose. Like, you know, you're only that age for so long. I know. Join Thespians. A lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Go to Thespians. <laughs> Just dance for crying out loud, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have gotten to our 10th question. 
And I really like this question because it really has nothing to do with high school or any of that, but it has to do with like, how do you take care of yourself? So what are three self-care practices that you do now just to help center or to regulate yourself? Okay, so I get into my car and I drive away (laughs) to somewhere. Half the time, I don't even know where it is. I just drive away. And sometimes I'll park my car if I like, while I'm just driving in a random direction, I might find like a beautiful um, scene. Like I live in a mountainous area. So there's lots of like scenic places. And I just might park there and just, (sighs) you know, just let it out. Just breathe, look at the beautiful world we live in physically. Like it's beautiful. Mm. And just honestly, just stop thinking. Like there's a lot going on in our lives now. Just just look out and look at the birds and the animals. I'll just sit and just <laughs> literally just be like, <sighs> and it's quiet and it's very, very peaceful. So that's one thing I really love to do. Uh, <laughs> another self-care practice I would say is eating. <laughs> I love to eat um, and cook. So I would say I would cook and then eat my food. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, can be very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like trying new things. So like on TV, if I see, like I'm really into Korean food now. So if I see like, um, we just actually did a Korean barbecue spread a couple of, like an hour ago. Nice. Um, so. <laughs> but something like that, I'd be like, okay, I think this up, let me do it. And it will just like release any tension I might have or any um, bad feelings or thoughts, it'll just, you know, just, I won't even think about them, you know? And let me see the third thing. I think a good bath, mm. a good bubble bath. Yeah. Mm. A good bubble bath. Is good. That's good. That sounds really good. But that means I have to clean the tub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. well that's this is amazing this is amazing well i have to say um i think you have said you've spoken more words to me in this last 45 minutes or so than i've heard you speak in in six years (laughs) like but it but it's glorious because i i can, and this is another reason why I wanted to do this was to, you know, adolescents are very guarded, right? Mm-hmm. You see, you see a, who they are, certainly, but you see, I feel like a, only a piece of the potential of who they're going to be. And since I've stayed connected with so many of you, and kind of seeing how like, like in like sort of dribs and drabs, how you're like growing up into adults. Mm-hmm. I wanted to start having like know, real conversations about, about that process of growing up and, you know, and we're st- like, we're still growing. It doesn't matter how old we are. We're still growing. We're still, you know, figuring our lives out, but it's, it's nice to see this Emily, this piece of Emily that's just absolutely like flourished and blossomed um, in in personality and, you know, seeing more of like your exuberance uh, and your love of life um, 
it's, thank you. it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And, and I, I thank you for, for sharing that with me, for, for being able to like give yourself in that way. <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. You gave me a space where I feel like I like, I'm comfortable and I'm so, you know, just blah. Yeah. Six years. <laughs> you know? That's yeah. the idea. That's the idea. Well, um, I guess we have come to the conclusion of episode two. Emily Dowd. Dance right there. And now, yes, you have to get back into your dance classes. And yeah, that's uh, that I have to. Like, I'm not living if I haven't danced. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's been too long. Yeah. And it's going to hurt. I'll tell you. <laughs> I can feel I bust out a move here and there. Like, I think I tried to do a leap the other day and I didn't get off the floor. (laughs) Because I think I like pulled something. I'm like, yeah. Ease your way back Mm -hmm. into it. Come back to gymnastics. Yes. 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 I had my sister's wedding. That was like the whole last year. Well, okay. No, but I just want to tell a quick story before before we part. So... Mm -hmm. what you, people may or may not know, I'm an adult gymnast. I have this this geriatric gymnast thing. I have a, you know a, a blog about it. Blah blah blah. So um, I train at it's a, it's a gym called Flippers Gymnastics in Ramsey, New Jersey. I've been flipping since I'm since I'm like 36. So it's like 14 years. So I took it oh, I took it up, you know, as an adult. Okay. So I'm there one Sunday morning and, or two. It was either a Sunday morning or Tuesday. Night. I can't remember which one it was. But I'm like, we're getting ready to start class. And I look like towards the door and I see two people who I know and I'm like, but it's like, you know, like out of, out of place. Like you're not supposed to be here. I was like, are you kidding me? I I screamed so loud because it was Emily and Elijah walking in the door and they, I don't, y'all don't think you had any idea that I, that I trained there. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yes. We were like, Tira goes here. We want to do gymnastics. Let's go. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And the people around me were like, what happened? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It's, a, it's okay. I know them. They, they were my students. <laughs> you know, like my, my head just like exploded. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> I was so excited. Yeah. So you need to come back and, and so yeah. we can like jump and play and train yes. and, and then be sore the next day. Yeah. But it's a good soreness, you know, it's that workout soreness. You're like, okay, I just learned a new trick. Yeah. I can do a handstand. Woo-hoo! Right? <laughs> I just did a flip on the trampoline. Ah! Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was a dream of mine my whole life. I've always wanted to do gymnastics. Yeah. Well, guess what? Come back to the gym and then we'll. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. So um, thank you once again for joining me for this 45 minutes and uh i i can't wait to get this up onto youtube and show the world this amazing person that's sitting in front <laughs> of you. thank you for having me oh i love you Mwah. i love you too this is wonderful yay yay well stay tuned for episode three i'm not going to reveal who that is i know who it is but i'm not going to reveal who that is yet <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs>